Hey, this is Amy. And this is Lindsay. And this is Girl Talk Live. We are so pumped that you're here with us as we unpack how being a girl and being a mom is the best when you're walking and talking with Jesus every day and seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. So grab your Bible and let's get started. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We love Sundays. Yes, Sundays are special, and we always pull out all the special things on Sunday. And the coffee. <laughs> yeah, the gold rim cups. We always have coffee. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You have to have coffee. Always. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like Amy. You have to have Amy. And we have our Bibles, because we have to have our Bibles, right? Always. <laughs> always. Um... So, um, 2 Corinthians 10 yes. is today. If you've been reading along with us in our um, 1st and 2nd Corinthians of September. Sorry, I'm going to be messing with my hair a lot. <laughs> how, would, how would today be any different? I don't know. I just have too much of it. No, it's good. <laughs> um, so, 2 Corinthians 10 is a really good one. Mm. We like it a lot. Yes. It's almost as good as 9-10. I mean 12-9. Oh, we love 12-9. Yeah. I was, I just looked down. Oh, and it's 12. It's chapter 12. It says sufficient grace. And that made me think of Shaddai. Mm. Moms, if you listen to our, um, our podcast, I think the videos, hopefully the videos up by now. (laughs) It is. It is. Definitely. But but we were talking about Shaddai, how God, um, that means, that is the name of God that means all-sufficient one. And so we can rest in his sufficiency in every situation, no matter the circumstance. And that's what we were talking about um, on our coffee chat, how no matter what happens, we can always... um, Birds are singing today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't have to react. You know, we can always remain steadfast because of the truth of God's goodness and grace and ability to overcome any situation. And that's kind of what we're definitely going to be talking about today when these situations present themselves um, as giants in our lives, um, otherwise known as strongholds. Yeah, so last summer in Girl Talk, not this um, crazy summer, but last (laughs) summer um, was one of really our best summers of Girl Talk, which um, God knew we we needed that to push us into 2020. But we talked about um, Living Free, the book Living Free by Beth Moore, and um, the first week was about breaking strongholds. And seriously, for the rest of the summer, we talked about strongholds. And like every time I would, we always start Girl Talk with like, all right, what are y'all learning? What's God teaching y'all? Like, what did we talk about last week just for girls? Because summer is always so crazy. So it's always just a bunch of girls coming in all the time, just one time or every time or anything. And so um, every single week, it would always be like, we talked about strongholds Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it is such a big thing. And like, really, we learned a lot about just like, what is a stronghold and um, how like, I, I remember one of the girls just talking about how, like, strongholds take a stronghold on our life if we don't take a stronghold against them. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I say I love strongholds, but I really love to talk about strongholds because, yeah, Holy Spirit definitely breaks them. And mm-hmm. um, it's a good, like, when you find that freedom, like, 
you want to talk about it because right. it is so like groundbreaking. So it's exciting to know that it doesn't that you are stronger than it. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Yeah, like it's not a stronghold, but you in Christ with Holy Spirit are stronger than the stronghold. Yeah. Did you know that in biblical times? It was named a stronghold, but things were named strongholds because that's what they did. Like, um, it would be a giant rock. I mean, think of the tomb where Jesus was buried. There was a giant rock on it. So they used that for other things also. And then people had to um, watch out for them because when they were walking by them, because that's where enemies would hide and jump out and, you know, try to hurt them. So that's kind of where that's where that term came from. The strongholds in your life are places where your enemies live, lies, any untruth, um, the enemy. That's where that lives. That's why, and that leads us to this next verse. What is the verse? Well, first, if you don't know what we're talking about, watch this video. Yes, this video right now. just went right down stronghold broken bam no steel bars in jesus name O'Farrell rebar did not make that building nope (laughs) it just went right down Mm. just like those strongholds do because god's word says and this is god's word which means it is the truth second corinthians 10 3 says although we live in the flesh we do not wage war according to the flesh since the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh but are powerful through god for the demolition demolition don't forget the demolition (laughs) demolition um the demolition demolition of strongholds for we demolish arguments and every proud thing that is raised up against the knowledge of god and we take thought we take every thought captive to obey christ that's right yeah i like all of the prepositions Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all of them yeah because all of them and like it's a reminder of what jesus said like you're in the world but not of it and mm-hmm. so like even though we live in the flesh we don't wage war according to the flesh and we don't live according to the flesh we live according to the spirit and that's why like we're talking so much about holy spirit and how holy spirit power is in you and like we activate that every day mm-hmm. and just like living in the spirit and so i just love that reminder that because it's so easy to like look around like the world lives in the flesh like our culture is in the flesh mm-hmm. and it's all about like instant gratification and what feels good and what sounds good and what tastes good and like all of that stuff but it's not ever our culture is not um our culture is not focused on like the end result and that's why we talked about consequences i think last week maybe in coffee chat but like con- consequences are important because that's like that's eternity and good consequences too like results and fruit in the garden and growing and like you don't plant a seed and have a tree sprout up the next day you know it takes time and effort and patience yeah and, and like, care that's the spirit mm-hmm. and the flesh is like if you can't get it right now then pitch a fit about it because mm-hmm. that's the only way you should take it but the spirit is like you know mm-hmm. not so that was really kind of off topic, but I just really felt like I needed to say it. Well, it's all true. Yeah. It's definitely all true. 
Yes, we do not wage war as the world does. And that right there um, gives me a picture of the upside down kingdom. You know, everybody thought Jesus was going to come back and establish his kingdom and be king and, you know, fight the Romans and take them down and everything. But he didn't. He did it completely backwards, which is how, as Christians, we are also called to live. And, you know, some people, and I mean, again, every situation is different. It, they all require wisdom and discernment and, you know, prayer, lots of prayer, because there is a time Jesus says, if your brother sins against you, go and speak to him. So there's time to speak to someone, and then there's time to um, hold your tongue uh, and just pray for someone and not answer a fool according to his folly. There, you know, there's so much in God's word, but today we're talking about strongholds in our own hearts. Um, so the weapons, it's talking about the weapons that ha with how we do that is God's word. This is how I fight my battles. Yes. With praise. With mm -hmm. the word of God. Right. With the word of God, with praise and the word of you God. You have to listen to that song the original when Michael W. Smith sings it because mm -hmm. he says that in the beginning. Mm -hmm. He talks about the word and the power of the word and the Holy Spirit and like that is his lead into like this is how I fight my battles. It's mm -hmm. not just like this is how I fight my battles. Right. But it's like with the word. Right. Right. With the word. Yeah. We take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Oh, did you see that thing the other day? Yes. No, <laughs> but tell me. I forget what it was. What was it? Um, it talked about how we don't need a mask. We need the whole armor. Yes, that's true. Yeah. and The whole armor. And there isn't a mask in the spiritual armor. Right. Like, there's nothing over our mouth. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's nothing over our mouth. There's nothing. I guess, like, the shield is over us, protecting us. But That's, that's the shield of faith, though. That's yeah. something to hold. Oh, you hold it. You're uh -huh. not defending. Like, we kind of... Well, I mean, you hold it out. defending you because mm -hmm. we wage war not according to the flesh, but the weapons of our warfare are powerful through God. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean for how do you demolish that stronghold? What does that look like in your daily life? Um, what is anything that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. It's anything opposite of God and His truth. Um, and it really boils down to faith. Anything that is not, not trusting in God is not faith. And the opposite of faith is fear. And, um, and the Word says where there is not faith, there is sin. And so really we have to ask ourselves, are we moving forward in faith or are we being held back by fear and a lack of belief? Um, the verse says, um, uh, okay, I looked up. <laughs> Pause, please. <laughs> My mind just went I blank. love the like take thought, take every thought captive, mm -hmm. and that's something that I've had to like through the years. For sure, like, as I've grown up, I've had to, like, always, like, say it out loud and, like, just kind of, I mean, I kind of imagine it in my head, which is kind of weird because I'm not really a, like, I'm not, like, a um, visual person. I don't, I don't really feel like, is mm -hmm. vis visual isn't words, right? Visual is just where you see something. 
yeah, I don't really feel like I'm a visual person, but when I read, like, Take Every Thought Captive, I see it. Like, I see my thoughts, and I see, like, I see grabbing them and, like, taking them captive to mm -hmm. obeying Christ. Because Philippians 4, 8 is really where I, like, my brain really goes to when I'm, like, when my thoughts are, like, going crazy and I need mm -hmm. to demolish strongholds. Like, Philippians 4, 8 just, I think I like it because it just gives you a list, mm -hmm. and, like, you can just go through the list. And so whenever I'm, like, going crazy and having a hard time, like, I always go through that list and I'm like, okay, is this praiseworthy? Is this pure? Is this true? Is this good? Like, I mean, and I just start adding in all these, like, mm -hmm. you know, um, adjectives because mm -hmm. I'm like, is this, like, is this the word of God or is this my mind? Because there's a difference. But we also are reminded, like, we studied earlier this month, like, we have the mind of Christ because mm -hmm. we're redeemed through Holy Spirit. So, like, we take our thoughts captive. And we take them to him. Like, that's number thing. I mean, what you just said, like. You, you have know, to stop and examine what we're focusing yeah. on. Like, that's the number one thing. You take it to God first. And right. to his word. And that's what, like. And we that's get, the mind of Christ. That's where we yeah. have the mind of Christ. Like, we get questions all the time about books and Bible studies and stuff, which are all, like, really good. We love those. But, like, that's one reason why we literally just, like, sit down and, like, talk to you all about the Bible because that's really where we start in everything. Mm -hmm. And, like, where devotionals and Bible studies, like, lead you to that. Like, there's nothing better than, from like, the Bible. yeah, mm -hmm. Holy Spirit's going to tell you what you need to know. And he's going to use those things throughout, the like, the time, too. But, like, when what you do first is you go to the Word of God mm -hmm. and you ask Holy Spirit to show you. And that's what... Um, the back of the Bible is always good for <laughs> the concordance. My yeah. favorite we thing. Love it. Yes, and um, what I was trying to remember a second ago is the verse that um, whatever is not. When we think about strongholds, we think about whatever sets itself against God, whatever's opposite of God that tries to consume us and destroy us. Um, but you know, the, the verse says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So if we are not moving forward knowing that we can demolish these things, then we're not living what we could live. Okay, God loves us. I'm not saying God's not going to love you. God loves us no matter what. But his word says, without faith, it's impossible to please him because he calls us to do things based on faith. And, and he's always calling us out to do other things. Like he called out Abraham. He called out the Israelites. He called out everybody. And he gives them a promise, just like he's given us certain promises. But if we don't take certain steps in faith, we aren't going to see those promises lived out and fulfilled. And we're not going to have our best life and be everything that he created us to be. So the first thing we have to learn how to do is take those thoughts captive and break those strongholds in our life. Whether it's fear, then we have to say, okay, well, if you know, is fear of God? No. What does the Bible say about fear? So you turn to your concordance and you read all the verses about fear. And if you... You know, you do that one time, you write them down, and then if you're struggling with it again the next day or the next week or whatever, keep going back to those things until you tell your flesh or the enemy, whatever it is that is causing that fear, um, you tell it that you're not going to fear anymore because God's Word says that He's given you the power of, He's, he's not given you a spirit of fear. A spirit of fear. He has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And so we have everything that 
we Second need. Peter four seven. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we um, that's that's our responsibility. That's um, if you want to compare it like the analogy, um, comparing it to the tree in the garden. You know, Eve had the option, but she believed the lie. So she, just like Eve, we always have two trees. Are we going to be believe the lie, or are we going to go to the truth? Because the truth is what is going to give us life. I love the trees. Mm -hmm. You know? Yes. Trees are good. Yeah. Lots of trees back there. Too. Yeah. I love trees because they give oxygen. Mm -hmm. And people used to call me tree when I was growing up. You're so tall. <laughs> That's just because yeah. they wish they were that tall. Yeah. The good thing about videos is people don't realize how tall I am <laughs> until they meet me and they're like, wow. <laughs> um, no. I love the trees because they're... There was so much. God told them they could only not eat from one tree. Like, they were given the whole garden. Mm -hmm. And there was just and this one tree that, mm -hmm. like... And so, if you really look at it, it's really the perspective. Like, we were talking about earlier, like, the instant gratification. Like, the way the world is. Like, we live in the we live in the flesh, but not according to the flesh. And the way that the flesh lives and wages war and all of that is, like, it's right now. You got to have all of it or none of it. Like, and it's just all, like everything you want like all this stuff just and it's not fair and all this just crazy I won't go into it but like I just love that God gave them so much and Satan just focused them on one thing and it's it's the if you step back and see the big picture like that's when you're in the middle of like strongholds taking over and like your thoughts I don't know about y'all but when my thoughts go crazy like when I read like take every thought captive I think about those times when my thoughts go crazy and sometimes I feel like I'm just spiraling out of control and I literally like grab my head and I'm just like you know I mean I go physically fight with it and but like when you step back and you realize like there's this one thing and there's so much more like the Bible has so much more truth and if you take the stronghold of the fears and the lies and the doubt and all of that and you take that to the word of God like the word of God stands up every time, mm -hmm. and no matter what the situation yeah, is. Yeah, and like Holy Spirit will give that to you, and that's what I love when Jesus tells his um, disciples. Like, um, I mean, I know John sixteen thirty three, but there's also John. Um, I was about to say nine twenty one. Um, John something that just talks about his perfect peace and how he doesn't give us peace according to the world, but he gives us his perfect peace, and that's when like all of these strongholds like. You hear demolition and you think about all the HGTV, like, like throwing houses down and that, like, just buildings falling down. But really, like, in Holy Spirit and, like, Jesus, like, demolition is, like, peace, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because, yeah, chaos. Yeah, Usually all don't... those thoughts bring chaos to our mind. Yeah. And, and the opposite of chaos, according to the flesh, is chaos. Mm -hmm. And God gives us peace, His peace, even when things seem crazy around us. It's like this, this slow fall of a tree. Hey, do you think that they make, do, do trees make noises when they fall on the tree? No one's there to listen? I mean, the woods? Yes. Because that is an absolute truth that you can't take away. But. It's not changed by moralism. But sound is the vibration in our ears. Mm -hmm. So if no one's no, there to sound, hear it. <laughs> no, sound is made when things hit each other. 
But we heard that because the vibration in our ears. But it still made a sound. Whether anybody was here. That's the most, oh, I don't like that thing. I don't like that question. That's like, is our voice, like, is our voice, do we still make a sound if no one's there to hear it? (laughs) Just kidding, because we can hear it. But trees don't have ears. Mm Mm-mm. They are not, they are living, but they don't have nerves either. Mm. We're going to get scientific. Must be nice. Mm. So here's the thing. When, when strongholds seek to, um, seek to take over your mind, they won't. I mean, it's a choice, right? We don't have to let them because we, we have the ability to think on things. It's our choice. Be able to eat the rest of that hot fudge because there's bugs all in it. (laughs) It's our choice if we want to, what we want to think on. Okay, so it's our choice if we're going to allow the strongholds to continue. Because God's already said he's given us everything that we need for a life of love and godliness. Um, So... It changes the perspective to one of, am I going to be part of the problem or am I going to be part of the solution? Is this out of God's reach or am I going to find his answer in his word? He is always here. He is always talking to us. This is him talking to us. His word is him talking to us. So are we going to listen or are we going to just continue on saying, oh, it's too much, oh, I was just born this way, or I can't handle it, or oh, it's too much, or oh, they're never going to change, or oh, you know, um, we don't have to be that way. We can choose to think on things that are good and right and true and noble um, and not anything else. The tomb was empty. Mm-hmm. You know, the big the big stronghold of the tomb was rolled away, and, like, that's when our strongholds were taken to Christ, and he defeated them on the grave. And, like, that's what we can say out loud to our, our thoughts when Satan is attacking us. Like, we can say, like, it doesn't matter because you've already been defeated. And that's mm-hmm. what Satan wants us to forget, like, he has not forgotten that he is defeated. Like, he has no power, but he wants us to forget that he doesn't have power. Because, like, he already knows that he doesn't have power. And so, he, the the thing he's trying to do the most is to make us forget. And he's trying to distract us, defeat us, discourage us. Destroy, destroy us. Destroy us. All the D's. Like, he's trying to just completely demolish our life so that we forget. All the D's. That we oh, forget that he's so defeated. Good. Because he. But he's de- defeated. He, he doesn't forget that he's defeated. He just wants us to forget. How many D's was that? A lot. There's probably that was more. so good. There's definitely more. Like, it's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he wants us to forget it. Because he literally wakes up every day and, like, again, oh, I'm still defeated. Rooms, roams the earth. Yeah. I mean, remember Job? Roaring around, roaming around like a roaring lion because he's just ready to devour. Nothing else to do. He's bored. He's depressed and he wants us to. Well, he knows what's coming to him, though. Yeah. That's the thing. In Revelations, it says that he's going to be put into the lake of fire. But so that's our victory. Yeah. Like we know all we have to do is recognize that he's trying to destroy us. We open God's word. We say, 
Jesus, thank you for your perfect life, your perfect death, your perfect resurrection, and your perfect ascension. Father, thank you for sending Holy Spirit to us, and thank you for giving me everything that I need to destroy these strongholds and destroy the enemy. The, or, the enemy's already been defeated, so then we just open, then we say, Father, what do you want to talk to me about? You know, and then if you're struggling with fear or if you're struggling struggling with depression or if you're struggling with feeling like you're not as good as other people because you don't have the, the same kind of clothes or as many clothes as they have or the right shoes or all that stuff that doesn't matter in heaven, you turn to the back of, of your concordance. If you don't have a Bible with your concordance, there are so many apps where you can just type in the word for it. Um, and... Um, Love, love, what's a love? L O V E. <laughs> what's something? Fear. Well, fear. like my my Bible has <clears throat> subjects indexed oh. to subjects. So if you want to look up the suffer the subject of suffering, mm. there's suffering no, alone, or the purpose of suffering, or the results of suffering, and the understanding of suffering. If they're like right under suffering, there's suicide. So it talks about, it gives these verses and their page numbers mm. about suicide. So it's so easy. All we have to do is open the Bible. Um, <clears throat> Did it fall when you fell from heaven? <laughs> I don't remember this. You told me that. I don't even remember. What? What is it? Oh, there's one on marriage. There's what? Are you topic talking? of parenting. <laughs> I don't remember what you're talking about. <laughs> that joke that you said. No, it's not a joke. Mm. I was just asking you. You know? I don't even remember what you said now. <laughs> love for God, love for others. So there's index to subjects. Then if you want to find a certain word. Like I was trying a few minutes ago trying to find this word, on um, the verse, because I just can't remember the numbers. Um, my RAM needs updating. My CPU is always spinning. Um, but I was looking for the verse about how God has given us everything we need for a life of love and godliness. And so I turned to G for godliness and tried to find it in here. So then, I, so you can find anything you want to in the Bible. It's all here, no matter what you are looking for. Good job. I was just wondering if it hurt when you fell from heaven. <laughs> I don't know if I heard you right when you said it the first time because now it's making sense. <laughs> I really don't think you did because you're like, I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't have enough room in my head for all the things. You can't keep a straight thought. You're doing great. Um, Let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. For it is not the one who commends himself who is approved, but the one whom the Lord commends. Fight the good fight. Mm-hmm. Fight the good fight. Um, okay, first... Onward, Christian soldier. First Timothy, first Timothy 6 says... Um, yeah, yeah, I can tell. Okay, so First Timothy six says, "Flee from these things," and I, do I need to say the, what these things are? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. I mean, the Bible says, "Okay, let me start it on." Okay, 
so I was, okay, so, um, hold on. Okay, First Timothy 6, 7 says, For we brought nothing into the world, and we take nothing out. If we have food and clothing, we will be content with these. But those who want to be rich fall into temptation, a trap, and many foolish and harmful desires, which plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, and by craving it, some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. Um, but you, man of God, flee from these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. <laughs> fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of eternal life to which you were called and about which you have made a good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Okay, so my point in reading that was I was thinking what we put our mind to is what we think about. And what we are pursuing is what our strongholds are really going to go after and what the enemy is going to attack us for. And so... I mean, I know I tell you all this all the time. I'm, like, super serious about it. But it really does matter what you're watching and what you're listening to and the people that you're hanging around and the Instagram accounts that you're following. Like, Yes. They, I know they're really cute. Like, they're cute little family. But, like, you need to pay attention to the way that you feel when you're following all of these influencers because they're being paid to push products on you and they're being paid to push, like, this lifestyle that is not, like, it's not attainable. And even Christian... Christian influencers are falling into it, and the enemy is using it. And I'm not saying that they are bad, but the enemy is using it. And so you really need to pay attention to the way you feel and the way you feel when you get off of Instagram. Like, if you feel better about yourself, then that's great. But, like, really, like, most we of the time we don't. We were created to live like that. We were created yeah. to live with our family in our community where God put us. And so social media has opened up this whole new world of comparison to people in different socio socioeconomic areas and different, I mean, Hawaii, like people live in Hawaii. If I watched somebody that lived in Hawaii all the time, I'd probably be really discontent with where I live because I'd want to yes. be on the beach all the time. So I'm just saying, watch out for stuff like that. And like just the news, like just things like mm -hmm. that. Like, I mean, even... I mean, I don't know what the timeline would be like, but even like 10 years ago, like we wouldn't have known five seconds after an explosion happened all the way across the world. And like you wouldn't have known that this family, this dad is like, I mean, has cancer. Like, I mean, there's kids. I mean, I'm like number one, like I'm guilty of following. Like I used to do, I don't really do it anymore, but I would follow families. I mean, I did it like, I, I can't watch movies very much because I get so invested in movies and TV shows and I feel like they're my friends and then I get really upset and then I, I'm depressed and I'm trying to figure out why I'm depressed and it's because these people broke up and in a movie and I'm so upset about it completely fictional that we don't even know anybody yeah and it. so and I know y'all are following Instagram accounts you're following good people but we though the way God made us was to care about people and to invest in people and like that's the way that God made us but when it gets out of context and out of our control, like the enemy is using that in our lives to like control and like, m like I can't think of the word, just Hurt? like our, <laughs> he's manipulating our thoughts and the way we were made to, yeah, to hurt us, to bring our hearts into like comparison and you're hurting for these people that you don't even know. And that's really confusing and you don't really know how to bring that into like real life because I did it. Like I'm speaking from complete, like, I went through this in my life. Like, I was struggling, like, in this other world of 
TV or people that were on the internet, but then I had to like bring that into my reality and I was just really confused all the time because I just thought these people were my best friends, but they're just actors, you know, like. Right, so it's, it's definitely what we're saying. The battle's what up you, here. Yes, and what you, um, what you put in your mind matters. Yeah. So make sure that you are using the filter of first Philippi, um, uh, Philippians 4 8. Yes. <laughs> We're saying all the first, first Peter. Um, Philippians 4 8. Make sure you are using that filter in everything. And, um, you know, um, if like stuff that's going on with people, sometimes that's gossip. God says don't gossip. You know, share, rejoice with those who rejoice. But then there's even a verse that talks about don't even speak about what others do that are bad. So, I mean, you know, again, God's given us everything that we need to take every thought captive and demolish the strongholds that Satan is building in our minds to destroy us. So be careful. Make sure you're opening your word, every the word, every day and reading something. If it's just, you know, one chapter a day or half a chapter a day, do something and pray and ask Holy Spirit to be in charge of your thoughts. You know, say, Lord, I want you in every way. Thank you that your word says you direct my steps. Please direct my steps. Please direct my thoughts. And, and ask him, like um, Psalm 139 says, search me and reveal to me my offensive ways. Search me, O God, and know me. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me into life everlasting. That's, I, have to, I have to think about it. Um, ask that because, y'all, a life of honesty and humility before, before God with Jesus through Holy Spirit is the most joyful life you will have because when you ask him to show you your sin because we all have it, then he will and when we ask him to grant us godly repentance he will because that is his desire for us to um, have that sin that's already been paid for removed from us because the word says that you are a new creation in christ so so it's already been done all we have to do is acknowledge these things that we're that we think we're struggling with we have a choice we don't have to struggle with them. They are all a choice. I mean, God says, choose today whom you will serve. And so are we going to serve the world or are we going to serve God? Romans 8 says, I'm no longer a slave to sin, but a slave to righteousness. So you don't have to struggle with sin anymore, but you do have to choose what you're going to do, what you're going to watch, what you're going to listen to, where you're going to invest your time. Those things are a choice. And so um, what I was saying is the best thing you can do is ask Holy Spirit, ask God to show you your sin, grant you sweet godly repentance, and then bring those things to him and be honest and real with him. He knows them already. He's just waiting to open his arms for you to come to him and say, I did this. I'm struggling with this. I'm really sorry. I don't want to do it anymore. Please help me because I know that the one who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. And in that time, y'all, that is the sweetest time. So keep doing that. Keep doing that and you will grow. 
and say no to those things that you know. I mean, the law's been written on your heart. You know what's right and wrong. So say no to the things that Holy Spirit has already kind of warned you about in your spirit. He already has. So it's, again, it's a choice. And stay strong and demolish the strongholds. Good job. I don't have anything else to say. All right, we'll wrap it up and then we'll go. Um, I mean, I always get back to Romans 12 just because it's just the transformation and like do not conform to the patterns of this world but be transformed every single day. Like day, daily transform your mind and it is like it is when we are struggling like it's it's i mean holy spirit definitely can make it all go away but it's also like every day we still wake up and we're in the world so like it's a daily thing and that's what i mean i remember the summer one day i remember telling you i was like i dealt with this yesterday i already figured this out like why is it back and it's just every day like that's why it's so important to get in the word every day like it's not, you can't just read what you need to know for monday and then on tuesday like it does carry over because our minds are always developing but like you have to go back to it and so just and you remember do. that like Romans 12 just every day transforming our minds to like be like Christ every single day you have to retrain your brain neurology studies show that it is really a thing you have to rewire your brain yes. so that's what that's talking I mean about. if you play sports you know like you don't you don't just practice one day a week and then have a game like you practice every single day some people practice twice a day like some people I would go home from basketball and practice more when I got home and I was always shooting and I was always dribbling and like it's a daily thing and like my little brother like he watches basketball videos like that's all he does like he just he's at home watching basketball videos like you have to you have to put in your mind what you are wanting to grow in. And so y'all just remember that as you walk through this week, just remember like transforming our minds every single day to the patterns of Christ, not of the world. And like that's how our strongholds will be demolished. So I'm being attacked by bugs. Okay. All right. Okay. We're love for y'all. You. Bye. <laughs> love you. Bye.